Hi, this is Gina Casella from Port St. John, Florida, and you're listening to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. Happy to have you aboard here for the Really Big Barbecue Show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How is long? <laughs> We have a great show of a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? We ate fifty before we nursed. Oh listen, Laverne, it's a shit feast. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. Okay, just like that, we are into the second hour of the Barbecue Central Show. We do it live here every we'll Tuesday live. night from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. We talk about the highest level barbecue and grilling items of the day, news stories. Rumors, scuttlebutt. Boing. Guy the cooking same. Boing. Sage advice indeed. Hit me. Uh, this show originating from Palm City, USA, Cleveland. Still to come on the show tonight, Sam the Cooking Guy will join us in about 13 minutes. And then Charlie Eblin from Single Tree Barbecue will close out the show 35 past the hour or so. We say good evening to those of you watching the show tonight through one of our video streaming platforms. You can go to Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show if you want to watch it there. You can also watch through face um, sorry through YouTube, which is youtube.com slash at BBQ Central Show. There is a chat going on, and we also have a brand new YouTube poll question of the week. And I'm asking you this. If you had the opportunity to taste it, would you try cellularly cultivated beef? Is it yes or is it a hell no to the no no? And 67% of you now are saying hell no. I'm shocked it's that high. I thought we were a little bit more progressive. I thought we were a little bit more in tune with ourselves. I also thought we were a little bit more understanding that... Everybody might not be in the same meat position we are here in the States. So if other people wanted to have protein available, but they can't do it in the traditional ways like we can, this might not be a bad idea. As I said in the first hour, we have some other people as quickly as next week, might be the week after, they're going to come on and talk a lot more bit, uh, a lot more about it from the manuf- uh, the cellularly cultivated meat side of things, or at least what they're following. After we had a great interview with Tom Remley from Remley Custom Beef last week. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less this coming Friday, episode 298, taking you back to September 11th, 2012. Six days from now. We will be at the 22nd anniversary of the tax of September 11, 2001. 22 years. I end the show every week calling out the date, making sure I tell you that, quote, I will never forget. And I hope that you will never forget. But the bottom line is, as time passes, and 
those of us who lived it begin to die off. It will ultimately become a moment in time only to be learned and or watched on TV or YouTube through researching and reading online news articles from that time. Like that's actually going to be a thing when you want to learn about 9-11. You're going to have to go watch it on YouTube. You're going to have to go online and research it because we'll be dead. The people that lived through it. My oldest was four months old. She doesn't remember that event at all. So her generation is really the first who don't remember happening in real time, which means the connection to that event dies with me, dies with you, dies with those who are old enough to remember that day and how it made you feel inside, scared, unsafe, threatened, wondering what was going to happen next. Having gone through the pandemic and also September 11th, from my end of things, you can't even compare them. So different. Through the pandemic, I was never scared. I never felt unsafe during the pandemic. Maybe because I'm a simpleton. Maybe because the world was also going through it at the same time. Who knows? But when September 11 happened, it was different. And I'm not foolish enough to think this won't become like every other major event in United States history. One you just read about or talk about. But I lived this one. So I want people to know about it, and I never want anybody to forget about what happened that day. So Friday, you will hear my thoughts and my look back on that event, which at that time was 11 years after the attack. So we're equally distant. So what you'll hear Friday, 11 years after it, and then on September 11th in 2023, it'll be 11 years after that, 22 years, if you can believe it. You can subscribe to the show. And that's the only way you can get the best of by going to the BBQ central show.com slash subscribe. And if you would like to hear another guest or segment that you think has been lost in the archives, which are now extensive, you can email John J O N at the BBQ central show.com and let him know what you would like to hear. I do want to mention as I had said a couple minutes ago, before we got into what was going to be happening on best of Remley custom beef was a guest last week, Tom Remley. And in advance of the segment, I didn't request it. He just wanted to, he sent me some of the beef that they're making. So he sent me some Chuck guy steaks and Korean style short ribs. Is that right? And he also sent me a skirt steak So they showed up frozen and they went right into the chest freezer in the garage. And to me, out of sight, out of mind. And I didn't get to him right away. And then after he showed up on the show during his segment Tuesday, I was like, you know what? I got to go out into the garage right now and pull that stuff out, start to uh, thaw it so I can eat it and at least give him some feedback on the meat. And I did the chuck eye steaks and the skirt steak yesterday. So. And now this is just the, if you recall, Tom is doing two different types. So he has a, a Wagyu breed, and then he has the Mainanju normal beef, and then a Mainanju cross for the Wagyu. This was just the regular Mainanju. The Chuck Eye steak was good, been a long time 
fan of Chuck Guy. Great value cut. A lot of great beef flavor, like real beef flavor. I'm telling you what, that skirt steak might be the best piece of beef I've had in 2023 so far. And I'm not kidding. Inexpensive cut. One that I can't find readily available here in Cleveland. I would probably have to go to a butcher if I wanted to get it. I can't go into a lot of the grocery stores to get any of that. But this stuff from Tom Rem, holy moly, buttery, huge beef flavor. And I cooked it over the charcoal on the Primo, had that thing ripping hot, flipped or inverted the grill grates so they would even get closer to the charcoal and then just went to town at high heat, kept the lid off. So those coals were just ripping. And it was 30 seconds flip, 30 seconds flip, 30 seconds flip. Got it to a nice medium rare, maybe just cresting above medium rare, medium rare plus, and let them sit for a few minutes and then cut them in half and then cut them across the grain. Holy moly. A double secret steak rub from Sterling Ball's Big Papa Smoker line. Also some cash cow, uh, same place to season very simply. I just sat there and ate a whole half of it. So, you know, half a pound Right into my face yesterday. Saved the other half. Reheated it gently for dinner tonight. And was almost just as good on the reheat. Now, I did message Tom this morning directly and said, I got to know. Is this inside skirt steak or outside skirt steak? Tom doesn't know. (laughs) I, he said, I don't know. I have also can't really research because I've been handing out thousands and thousands of samples at the Minnesota State Fair this past weekend. It's been 90 degrees plus every day, and quite frankly, I'm pooped. I want to go to bed. Leave me alone. So I don't know if he's going to dig into that any further so I can tell you specifically, but I would urge you, if you are looking for skirt steak and a good one, And I don't know how many options there are on his ordering. Maybe it's just skirt steak. You would have to look. I'm putting my stamp of approval on it. Like this was, as I said, might be the best cut of beef I've had in 2023. I've been to some pretty great places this year, traveling through volleyball, traveling for work business, traveling for other reasons down in Houston. And I've had my, I'm not going to say, I've tasted some really high quality beef this is ranking right up there at the very top so tom thank you very much for the sample appreciate it and i'm telling you i want to go to remley custom beef and order some up for yourself and then you let me know now again let me caution you i just thought of something i gotta write it down okay i got it I got to caution you. Shows up frozen. So if you're getting it, make sure you have a day or two to thaw it. Don't do it all crazy fast or anything like that. Let it come up naturally. And I think you'll be pretty happy with it. You order some, you try it out, you tell me if I'm a liar. He's not a sponsor of the show. He sent me some, and I'm telling you, I'm just, I was gushing with how great it is. Speaking of Big Papa Smokers, let's talk about them right here. Why not? Listen up, gang. Our friends at Big Papa Smokers have something special just for you, listeners of the show, whether you're a seasoned pitmaster or a grilling newbie. 
Big Papa Smokers is your one-stop shop for all things barbecue, from their championship rubs, mouth-watering sauces, essential accessories, drum smokers, you name it. They've got what you need to take your food to the next level, whether you're both the competition circuit or if you're just in the backyard, doesn't matter. And you know the cherry on top now, right? This month, Big Papa Smokers is offering the listeners of the Barbecue Central Show an exclusive deal only you guys and gals. Use the promo code REMPE, R-E-M-P-E, at checkout. That's R-E-M-P-E. You'll get $10 off your next purchase of 50 bucks or more on rubs, sauces, accessories. That's 20%. Imagine the possibilities. Evaluate your ribs with Big Papa Smoker's Sweet Money Rub, my favorite. Or add Big Papa's Desert Gold to your chicken or vegetables, or better yet, pick up Big Papa Smoker's Double Secret Steak Rub and add that to your steak like I did with the skirt steak last night cooking on the Primo. Don't forget, no matter what, use promo code REMPY at checkout and claim your $10 off the next order of $50 or more. No lollygagging around. Get the 50 bucks so you save the 10. Don't be cheap. Don't be cheap. Just do it. Also, don't forget to check out Big Papa's full line of recipes at cookingwithbigpapa.com and of course follow them on social media platforms for amazing recipes. Sterling Ball is really turning into quite a home cooking maven. We knew his prowess on the competition circuit. One of the best competition cooks ever to do it and still doing it. But now cooking for home as well. Gotta check him out. Cookingwithbigpapa.com We're back with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rempe. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. We welcome you back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet. Currently available in three sizes with a host of accessories to choose from. Doesn't matter if you're a beginner or professional. This is definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. And by the way, I didn't get any confirmation that that deal on the PBX is over with. So if you want one, go to pitbarrelcooker.com, send them a note, tell them you would like the deal on the PBX, and I'm sure they will hook you up. And it's over half off, so I think delivered to your door was 300 bucks for the biggest one that they offer, which is a great deal. So again pitbarrelcooker.com and then shoot them an email tell me what the PBX deal and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. It is that time of the month once more where we welcome in our favorite YouTube cooking personality cookbook author TV show host that's right my pal the Barbecue Central Show's guest Hall of Famer Sam the Cooking Guy. Hey Sam. Do you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? I, I can, but but I generally hear myself louder in my ears than I don't right now. So as long as I'm fine for you, because I know you've had a shit ton of audio problems of late. <laughs> don't I know? I don't want to. I do not want to fucking add to that. No, nope. you hear it just fine. I wonder, do you have uh, like buttons on the mic that increase or decrease your audio volume listening? 
No, no, I can. No, not on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't seem to work it. Mm. It's a, they're always green, and right now they're not. Yeah, I always have a tendency to hitting the mute button when I'm trying to raise or lower the. How's that? Thing. Is that better? Is that good? I mean, your, good? your level was fine to me. So then fine. Then I'll leave it. Then, yeah. then I don't care. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, we have. A I YouTube. do like to hear myself. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you do like to hear yourself. You like to self monitor. I do like to hear myself in my ears. Yeah, yes. self monitor. Yeah, but whatever. We have a YouTube poll question of the week that I'm getting every guest's answer to or opinion on, which is this: I'm asking everybody in the world tonight only. If you had the opportunity to taste it, would you try cellularly cultivated beef? Yes or no? Of course. Without prejudice? Just of course. No, of course. I'll try anything. You might be surprised. You You might be surprised that 67%, and by the way, this is down from 80% earlier in the show, but 67% are saying hell no to the no no. They don't want to try it. Why? They don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know. That's what I said. What was your answer? I would absolutely want to try it. Like, I'm up for anything. I ate raw chicken in Tokyo. It, uh, it wasn't the plan. I didn't know it was raw chicken. Um, and obviously, I'm fine for it. And I was fine for it then. But if somebody said to me uh, in Tokyo, we have a thing, it's raw chicken. I know people generally think that's dangerous, but it's fine. Would you like to try it? I'd be, of course, I'll try. Hmm. I'm up for anything. I'm up for anything. I don't know. The only way you learn is by trying. If you don't push yourself, if you don't try new things, for the cooks at home, if if you don't like, uh, I don't know, lamb, for example, or onions in your case, if you don't try them, you're never going to know if you like them. Yeah. If you just have a, bl- uh, a mindset that says that is off limits to me, I mean, I think you should give open up and try new things. You know, at the end of almost every one of my uh, YouTube episodes, I say, don't eat the same thing all the time. Yep. Try new stuff. And I, I, I truly mean that. I really do. So, so eat more onions, douche. Uh, look. And for the people at home, for the people that are saying they're not going to try <laughs> that, that cultivated whatever it was, yes, try it. Who cares? What's going to happen? In my defense... I have tried onions on any number of occasions as recently oh, as just a few it. weeks ago. Oh, stop it. I'm not kidding. You're like, you're like a six-year-old. No, but the, see, I'm not, uh, I wouldn't necessarily quantify myself as a courageous eater. However, no, you're not. I mean, you are not I'm, a courageous eater. I'm not that. scared of onions. I have tried onions. A billion times, and every time, I don't find them palatable. So I try. I did when I was drinking. I didn't like wine for the longest time, and then at some point, my palate changed, and then wine was agreeable to me. And then I really got into wine. Here's my suggestion: start drinking again, and you might like onions. (laughs) Yes, start drinking again. (laughs) I might like everything again. Of course. Listen, my dinner tonight was. a giant handful of diced red onion Ugh. softened until it really got beautiful and caramelized. Yeah. 
some steak from last night cut up about the size of the onion, only in for about 30 seconds, and then a beaten egg. And uh, and that was it. Mm. That was my dinner. High protein. And it was, fanta- it was fantastic. That's generally how I try and eat. And by the way, I've taken up your treadmill thing. I do that every day now. I've done that for the last uh, month. Are you at 12% incline? No, I'm not there yet. Yeah. But, but I've lost five pounds. Good for you. I, by the way, I can tell you look great. Even better. <laughs> You're so sweet. Thank Did you, you know that Aaron Franklin was selling a line of barbecue pits? No, I don't think I'm as dialed into your world as, as you guys are. I like to think of myself as your your fringe guest that comes mm. on that's not so, you know, barbecue-centric nerdy. <laughs> nerdy. Yeah, no, but I like that. I am a fan of him. Yeah. I do like him. I do like his, his casual style. Because yeah. I think he has that. He's not. He's not anal. He's. He's very much like you can do this and just do this and do this. No, I didn't know he was selling pits. That's good, good for him. Did you watch? I suppose the, it's about time, though. No, I don't know. Uh, to me, I see his success in the restaurant world, and uh, a I never pegged him for somebody that was such a, a tinkerer or, or fabricator on his own. But as I talked to some other people yeah. in the industry. They knew he, this was his wheelhouse. Like he's just that guy that loves to build stuff. And I don't live in that world anyway, so I never think anybody's like that. I just figure stuff just is made by magic. But yeah, he yeah, makes yeah, his, yeah, yeah. he makes his pits, and he has a hand in how they're developed. And to hear him talk about those pits, I saw his interview video interview that he did with Jeremy Yoder, the mad scientist barbecue. And yeah. uh, you know, Aaron's side of that was pretty mesmerizing as he was talking about stuff that some might find boring, but the way he brought it across was kind of magical in a way. Look, here's what, here's what, here's what I find interesting. I I like passion, no matter what the topic, somebody can be talking about some nerdy thing that I really don't have an interest in, but if they show passion for it and, and, and a love of it, and they really try to, to, encourage other people to understand it that i dig and i watched one of his maybe early videos i don't know it was a pretty basic like how i cook a a, a whole brisket and there was nothing fancy about the pit it was a smoker it was no big deal and he didn't he barely talked about it it was more about the the protein itself which was great that's really what was the intent of the video so now to see him venturing off into that, I, I mean, I like that. I, I, I do, and I, I hope he does well. I'm a fan. I'm pretty sure. I'm a fan of his style. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the pit you saw in those videos, which I think were put out by PBS, Smoking with Franklin or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. Those were Way probably back. early prototypes of what's on the market now. It's only one size. Interesting. Uh, it's one price. Yeah. He's looking to set up dealers across the country in those special And, and how, how what is the price? I think it's fifty one fifty. So it's what five thousand one hundred and fifty bucks. What five thousand one hundred? I heard that. I'm I'm having trouble understanding that. That's a what? what? Yeah. Well, I so I think you have a few different things at play here. One, you have whatever the price of raw materials are these days compared to what they would have been three or four years ago probably when he wanted to bring yeah. this to market the first time. 
and then you have yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, labor involved and it's all american stuff it's not overseas so inevitably anything I all american is like going to be priced but uh, i think if it's uh, i mean is it expensive for a backyard cooker yeah is it going to last a yes. hundred years or more yeah so this? where's the roi i, I mean this isn't uh, this isn't a cooker well, that has it, technology on it. That's is it a break. cast iron pan? That look, I understand the 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 celebrity name attached to a product gets gets more. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what's the what's the uh, how big is it? I think it gets three full sized briskets on it. So it's uh, I don't know if that's a forty two or forty eight inch tube or something like that. So is it's it is, than, is it not, is an offset? Yeah. It's a stick burner. Yeah, stick burner. So you have the firebox oh, on the shit. one side. and No, I get you. Uh, wow, that just seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. We're going to see I don't know. how this whole thing develops. Because now he's starting to branch out into yeah. his building, his uh I mean, what's, what's, wait, hold on. What's Traeger's biggest? Uh, the, $4,000. Four thousand yeah, dollars, and that thing is not lasting a hundred years. So for an extra fifteen hundred bucks, well, look, look. Let's just look. Let's just be honest. Okay, you don't a you don't know that, and b you have a Traeger chip on your shoulder. The audience knows that. Yeah, b, we all know that, dude. Look, don't b, don't try and b argue nothing, that right now. Your B Wait. has nothing to do with it. Number one, and number two, if you're gonna sit here and tell me with a straight face that a Go Traeger ahead. Or a Green Mountain Grill, or a Pit Go Boss, ahead. or a Go Mac, ahead. or uh, uh, I don't can't think of any other high high end pellet cookers yeah, are going to last a hundred years. You are begging. I am. Yes, so so when you when you've tried wait when you've tried Aaron Franklin's offset five thousand dollars smoker in your yeah. backyard, how is it how has it worked out for you? I don't have one. Oh, you don't. Interesting. So how are we making this assumption that it's going to go 100 years? Where, where does this information come <laughs> yeah, from? Yeah, but come on. Are you kidding me? It's no, quarter come on. Steel. Don't give me the come on. By the way, let me talk to your audience for a second. Right. Audience, Greg's audience. I'm talking to you right now. We have to call Greg on the carpet for these things. <laughs> we, we do know that he does have a bit of a chip about Traeger and that's okay but set that aside and how does he know that Aaron Franklin who some might call the god of 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 briskets I don't know if they call him the god of god of uh, barbecue uh is going to make one the last uh, 100 years maybe we don't know that but what's what oh, what, what is there well, to break uh, you, if you know. oil it, if you I, keep it, listen, a, even who, poor maintenance, it, it, it requires so what, much. It requires so much less. Look, no, if no. I take care, I mean, if I on. take care of my, if I take it's care of my Traeger or my Green it's not lasting a hundred, it's not like lasting a hundred years. Like I was with my grandchildren today. If I take care of a Green Mountain Grill. I have two. If I take care of my Green Mountain Grill, like I take care of my grandchildren. Yeah. It's not You're lasting a hundred years. You don't know that. And you don't know that Aaron Franklin's is going to last. You're saying that because he, in your mind, he's like some great thing. Doug Scheiding, I want you to chime in on Who? this the next time you're in the... He's dug out of it. He has you no idea. I'm talking about. I, uh, look, I'm going to tell you. He has every idea. 
I don't I want, want to forget your boys. I want this to be one of your stupid assurance. I'm writing it down right now. Meaningless. Will Aaron Franklin's uh, offset $85,000 smoker last 100 years? Whatever. I will even go out on a, a further limb. Forget go Aaron ahead. Franklin's barbecue You're pitch. just trying to get a free Aaron Franklin smoker. No, if is I that wanted, what this is if about? If I wanted a free Aaron Franklin smoker, I would ask to get one, but I'm hardly that kind of a douche. Number one. Oh, I have heard you ask about free things a lot. And by the way, <laughs> like don't what? forget that. You know. <laughs> How dare you? You talk about things. You st- Sam, you still beat your wife? Go ahead. If she needs it. <laughs> That's not the answer kidding. I was expecting. I'm only kidding. Um, a, a, a gator and pit. By the way, if she heard me say, if she, by the way, if she heard me say that, she would come in and beat me. A gator <laughs> pit, a close pit, a pits and spits, a Bates pit, yes. uh, a Yoder, not Yoder pellet, uh, or sorry, that's a Meadow yeah, Creek, yeah. a Meadow Creek cooker. All will last 100 years if they are minimally maintained. Uh, and and then all the other pellet cookers that I mentioned leave Traeger out of it. The best. But you're telling me if I make. Oh, stop it! Why, not why lasting a hundred years? I don't because know you that are that's saying I'm true. I'm I'm prejudiced against Traeger, which is you totally BS. It's it is not. Oh, so you're you're at least at the very least. I I cooked on the Traeger Timberline 850 practice. all weekend. Doesn't matter. I like that doesn't it. Doesn't matter that you look. I could hate somebody if they gave me something I want to use. I'm going to use it. Using it doesn't mean you love them. I'm just saying, and I think your audience would 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 realize this. You do have a bit. Point to your left shoulder. <laughs> point to your left shoulder. There you go. Yeah. No, higher, 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 higher on top. There you go. There's a chip. <laughs> that we can all see that sits there that you have a thing, an anti-Traeger thing. It's okay. I understand that you have a thing against their business practices, and that's fine. I'm just saying I have I have three Traegers. Uh-huh. Four if you want to count the, the you, flat rock. You use none of them, but go ahead. That is so not true. No, that's but true. Listen, but go ahead. If I used mine. And every time I used it, if I, I used cleaned mine. it, I prepped it. When I used mine, if every time I used <laughs> it, I cleaned it, took care of it, covered it up, kept it out of the whatever. I think it could last a long time. A hundred years? Because I don't know. Come on. It's electric. It's got I electronics. It's got circuitry. It doesn't matter. So you could replace that shit. Just because you can't, just because Aaron Franklin, the god of barbecue, doesn't yeah. have shit to replace in his $85,000 smoker doesn't mean <laughs> it's going to last forever. I didn't say forever. I said about 100 Maybe, years. 100, okay, come on, please. 100 years is basically forever. Anybody that's living right now, how many of us that are born this minute will still yeah. be here 100 years from now? So Few. that's basically forever. You. It's forever for all of us. Come on. Just when Come I on. thought you were done right. adding products to the Sam the Cooking Guy, I'm calling it the Kitchen Collection. Go ahead. You've done it again. Mm. I know everybody was waiting for it. You've added Where towels. We add? Thank God. Towels. I love them. Like how so how good. was that in discussion? Like where does that even get mentioned? 
<clears throat> here's where it comes from. It, it, it literally starts like this. When we shoot, I, I have towels there and I'm a towel person. Kelly bitches all the time about how many towels I use. And so when we shoot, I have these towels that Max is always bitching is in the shot. Get the towel out of the shot. I don't want the towel in the shot. It's gross. And I'm one of these people that uses a towel for my hands, Same. for wiping, for this, yeah. my face, whatever. You do that? Yeah. Yeah. He finds it horrifying. So he said, we need towels that aren't gross, that people aren't going to be pissed off by and offended. I go, so make some towels. <laughs> I kind of stay out of most of this. And then it happens. And I'm like, hey, I kind of like that. Mm. They're thirsty towels. And thirsty is important because you can buy towels that you can spill a cup of water on the counter and they will not wipe up. Oh, I know. You basically want towels like like paper towels yeah. that absorb, right? And not all towels do that. Some towels you have to buy, and then you got to wash them fourteen, fifteen times, yeah. maybe eighty five thousand times, like uh, Aaron Franklin smoker. Why do they and make towels the way, like that? Say, and why do you hate Aaron know. Franklin? You're talking large I, shit. By the on way, him I've for already no reason. said no. It's the price that I'm. I'm not. I don't quite get. I'm a huge fan of Aaron Franklin. I've watched his stuff. You have, I already you have said no basis I appreciate to, his style. To not like that price, other than the fact that you don't. And by like the way, it. and by the way, by the way, neither do you. <laughs> you have no basis to like that price. I'm. I'm. I didn't say anything uh, about uh, the price. You're the one that's no, bitching and moaning you're about defending, it. You're defending Aaron Franklin like he's. No, like he's not uh, defending. Merely bringing up talking points. No. D defending <laughs> and i'm a huge fan i think i might be a bigger fan of aaron franklin than you are i just don't get the price i don't think a five thousand dollar smoker is a backyard uh smoker price mm. i don't especially um a pit but that's uh, especially an offset but that's me what do i know i don't own an offset i've never had i don't even know if i could use one I would get sure it you and could. I would go, what do I what do I put in there and how do I do it? And I'd have to no. go watch an Aaron Franklin video yeah. to do it. All right. Well uh we've And by the way, my cast iron pans are not cheap. I uh, I wish him the best of luck and I hope he does it. And maybe one day I'll buy one of his offset smokers because I would like to listen, I hear you all all you nerdy guys talk about the offset pits. And I'm a little jealous because I've never used one. I don't know how. And and I, I feel like for me, it might be more work or more a more of a learning curve that I'm prepared to do. But I don't think you're allowed day, to use I'll, one out in California. No, I well, are you allowed to are you allowed to burn wood out there? I don't think you well, are. You can burn wood out here. Can by the way, you know you, that makes me remember. Um, so I'm I'm 64. And I remember being maybe 10 or 12 uh, living at home in Vancouver, Canada. And in the fall, walking home from school, you would smell this amazing smoke smell. And it was because all the, it was dads in those days, pushed all the leaves yes. off the lawn onto the street yeah. and then set them on fire. Yeah. And that was the, honestly, 
I need to find a pile of leaves this fall, if, if we even have any in San Diego, and set it on fire. Because the smell of that is so like mm. heartwarming. To oh, me. yeah. Remember that, that, that stuffing casserole you told me that uh, Becky made? Yes. Yes. That, what did you say about that? It was heart, say heartwarming? Comforting. Yeah. The, the, the smell of the burning leaves is really comforting mm. to me. Yeah, we did the, I need to when I lived in upstate it. New York, you would yeah. rake the leaves from the front lawn all the way down on the street, yes. and everybody Onto in every street. house rake or set them on fire. Burning leaves smell great. Hands down. I think you should be allowed that one, one day a year. Would it be that bad? I guess there's fire potential. Ember floats away, lands somewhere dry, oh. and now you have a fire, and we know what those are like anymore. I don't know. Maybe a, a controlled burn or something. Maybe I need to just bring some leaves into my fireplace <laughs> because the smell of everybody. Look, everybody within the sound of my voice, the next couple months, leaves are going to fall. Get a big ass pile of them. Put them in your fireplace. Yeah. If you don't have a fireplace, put them on your barbecue. Mm. Light them on fire. Yeah. Just with a match. No Nothing food. else. No food, no food. No, no food. of course not. Mm. No food. And you don't need the, you know, is that the, the shit that the people spray on? What's that stuff? That oil shit, that, that, that stuff people, uh, lighter fluid. Oh. No, no. <laughs> hey, by the way, if you can hear us right now, fuck the lighter fluid. Throw it out. Never use it again. It's right. the worst product ever. You need to do that. You need to do do a segment on this. What don't what not to do when you're uh, barbecuing. All right. Why don't we do that next month? I'd like to do that. Let's put it together. Thank you. Oh wait, you're not going to be here next month. No. We'll do it in December when you come back cuz November sounded like it was in question too. But you know, in November I'm going to be in Mexico, the same place I was a couple years ago. Yeah. Two or three years Didn't ago. Did you do? In, you did a segment uh, from Mexico. I did it. Yeah. I did it. Bring your yeah, microphone. So maybe we can do it. Don't duck out. It just on depends me. on the timing. And oh, come on. I did it. To, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. We'll right, talk about it. Happen. I don't want to miss too much. All right. I don't want to miss too much. I know you have another guest, and that's important. And, Sam, yeah, I should go. You said it all. Thank God. I did. You said it all once more. Thecookingguy.com is the main website, but you can go to his store, shopstcg.com, and buy twos and tens. Of towels, towels and <laughs> cast iron pans that will last as long as Aaron Franklin's uh, eighty-five thousand dollars offset. offset yes. uh, eighty-five thousand dollars offset, right? And uh, we won't see him next month, but maybe in November we'll see how it goes. Sam, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much. My pleasure, my friend. What's Sam? Nice talk. Well, I when I was talking to him on the phone a little bit earlier, I said, I have this whole thing that I think we're going to be talking about. And there's a good chance we might not talk about it at all. And guess what? I was right. We didn't talk about it at all. All right. Charlie Eblen is ready to go from single tree barbecue. We'll get to him here in just a second, but I'm talking to you about Primo grills. That's right. As I had mentioned 20, 25 minutes ago, fired up the Primo. Here's what I've really come to know now that I'm cooking a bunch of different proteins on. First of all, you get this thing going. Very easy to do. Don't let anybody tell you that lighting a ceramic cooker is really tough. I don't know how to do it. You got to have all these different contraptions. You don't. You can do it easy two different ways. You can fill up a charcoal chimney with like 20 
coals or some lump charcoal. By the way, I'm converting quickly into a lump charcoal burner in the ceramic cooker like you would do it traditionally. I was doing some char logs and some briquettes. It was working, but huge amounts of ash. I did three or four cooks in the Primo with lump charcoal and didn't have to clean it out. Still firing very well. Getting back to light. So put some charcoal chimney, maybe quarter, half full charcoal chimney, get it lit, and then sprinkle it over the unlit charcoal and start bringing up the temperature from there. I go wide open, top and bottom, till I get within 150 degrees of the target temperature, and then I start to slowly close it down, letting it settle in to, you know, right around where I want it. But I don't get all nuts about having it stick right at the temperature I'm looking for. You know, within 10, 15 degrees, 20 degrees, I'm all right with that. Then the ceramics fully heat. Then this thing is hot forever. Hugely great on charcoal efficiency or the burn of charcoal. I did a very long rib cook on purpose and then had plenty of charcoal left over to do chicken wings the next day. With the top down, with the ceramics warm, this thing is created an incredibly humid environment. I have no water pan in there, no water of any sort. But when I lift open the top, you can see the humidity and that moisture laying on top of the ribs or on the chicken wings. And it's not ruining the skin or ruining the bark. It's just a humid environment. Thanks for a great product. You got to test it out for yourself. Only sold through dealers. Primogrill.com. Find one near you. Check out the oval sizes. I recommend the XL. It's the best size. I got three racks of ribs on it. Full racks of spare ribs over the weekend. And they cook great. Holds temperature forever. And then shut it all down. It'll eventually put itself out, but it takes hours. But you can reuse the charcoal. Primogrill.com. That's Primogrill.com. And next, or this coming weekend, is the Primo Bash out there in Illinois, too. So you can... Check out the factory there, see how everything's made. Hobnob with the big shots down there. It's the Primo Bash. We're back with Charlie Upman right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. Welcome back. We thank Sam, the cooking guy, for joining us last segment, thecookingguy.com, his website. You can subscribe to his YouTube channel, where almost 4 million of you are. YouTube.com slash at thecookingguy. Or maybe it's at Sam, the cooking guy. Closing the show tonight, someone who has aspirations of becoming, quote, the Nike of barbecue. He also has a large event coming up this month that will benefit some local veterans in his area. So we will welcome in owner of Single Tree Barbecue, Charlie Eblen, joining us. Uh, Charlie, we have yes, a YouTube sir. poll question of the week here that we're asking everybody this question tonight. Want to get your input on it. If you have the opportunity to taste would you try cellularly cultivated beef, yes or no? I'd have to say it would not be a want to, but I probably would out of curiosity. All right, so we'll say yes. 
And you are on the far other side of this where 70% of the voting public are saying no. They do not want to try it no matter what. Uh, that means 30% of us are. Now, I'm, I'm open-minded. I'll try it. That's no problem. See what it tastes like because I want to see potential benefits outside the country. Maybe it doesn't end up being a success here for any number of reasons, but there are other countries that don't have the beef producing capabilities that we do and if this gives them a suitable alternative it's not breaking the bank you know why not take a look at it or keep exploring it at least so uh, we'll see how it goes from there but 70 percent are saying no they don't want to do it what's the background of single tree barbecue charlie man we started our company in uh 2020 in the in the midst of the pandemic i was a restaurant executive and and lost my job and and uh, my wife looked at me and asked me what I was, what I was planning on doing, and and uh, I, you know, told her I was going to be looking for a job. That's what I was going to do. And she said, you know, why don't you stop depending on everybody else and start depending on yourself? Mm-hmm. This is what you do. It's what you've done most of your most of your life and your career. And start your own brand and build your own business and uh, lean lean on your own. <clears throat> excuse me, lean on your own back and not not worry about what everybody else is doing. So we uh, we we hit the ground running and started as a catering company and worked our way into a food truck and now we've worked our way into a food truck a catering company and brick and mortar restaurant with a with a podcast that we're trying to run and and we're growing the brand that we have and looking at adding a, a second location uh, next year. So and this is all within the last uh, couple of years. Since October 2020, so wow. three years next month. Yeah, we've uh, we've we've been we've been hitting the ground hard. So trying hard to to build community through through undeniable hospitality and the perfect plate of barbecue. Does the background in the food industry help you get the ball rolling here? I would imagine there's probably not too many wives that would say, "Hey, forget about looking for another job. Just go ahead and." start your own brand and then have that actually go into food service of any kind, whether it be catering yeah. or the food truck or heaven forbid a restaurant, you're doing all of it. You know, I, I, um, I've been in the business for about 30 years and the, the food truck was a, was a quick shot to the gut. Cause I, I was, I felt like I was pretty good at running a, a four wall brick and mortar restaurant, but you get in a 144 square feet of, of rolling space and uh, having to book events and do all the, all the things. It, it's a different world. It's, it's not, you know, you're not, you're not driving people to you. You're, you're going to the people. And uh, you have to build an experience from there. So it helped um, having having the experience in a restaurant business helped for sure. But and kind of tweaking and doing things the way I think a food truck should run. But uh, there was there were some learning curves for sure. Did you foresee opening a brick and mortar down the road, or did you think it was going to be multiple food truck potentially? Um, we've gone through multiple different platforms. We, we thought we would do multiple different things when we first opened from opening more, opening a brick and mortar to, uh, opening a food truck park, um, here in, in, in Rutherford County. Um, there's not anything like that around here. There's, there's a couple of things like that in Nashville, but we're a good 30, 40 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So we thought, okay, you know, maybe we could bring something like that here and, uh, 
Um, we haven't gotten to that that side of uh, of our business yet. We're still we're still working on growing this one and and uh, expanding the the brick and mortar side of our brand. So we haven't gotten there yet, but still on still on the still in the playing cards for us. Just maybe in the future. How is business right now? You're looking at three years in. Are you guys pretty profitable? Or are you breaking even? Um, we actually just had our uh, largest profitable month uh, in September. <laughs> so we um, we're we're continuously growing. Um, you know, I, having a food truck, we really didn't get the food truck on the road until March of twenty one. Um, so getting it up and going all of 21 and building a brand in 21 and 22 now, you know, opening this restaurant in February, we thought, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll be pretty slow and, and have to slowly build it. Um, but we've, we've just, we, we, we get busier and busier every week and, you know, we have to work really hard to make sure our projections are right. So we don't run out too early and, you know, we, uh, we cook on an offset smoker and, and so it takes a, takes a long time and a lot of, a lot of labor and a lot of management, a lot of love. And, you know, there's not really a lot of people around here doing that. So the, the barbecue enthusiast here in, in just South of Nashville don't quite understand how long and how much time it takes to, to cook the food that we're producing, right? We have barbecue restaurants, but a lot of them are using rotisseries and that are gas assisted and yep. they can kind of set it and forget it. And we can't do that. We have to, we have to have eyes on and somebody managing a fire. Do you think your customer is able to discern the difference between your product at Singletree and the other cookers that you mentioned for the different restaurants? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, my brisket is, is a total different product comparative to the other people here in town. It's, um, you know, there's no gas, right? So you, you truly get a full smoked brisket where if you go to some of the other places, you may not get that because half the cook's been with just gas. Um, so it's just a total different flavor. It's a different crust, right? You're, you're not getting the bark that you would out of an offset in a rotisserie. There's, there's rotisseries out there that are hundred percent wood and I'm sure they cook great. We just, we just believe in offsets and it's, you know, just a different style, right? Did you pick your brick and mortar location through the use of the food truck scene where you were really hitting and then be able to dial in and say, okay, we seem to be doing most of our sales in this area. So this is where we should start trying to pinpoint where to put a real restaurant. That had, that had something to do with it for sure. We, we actually got lucky. Um, I worked an event for opening up the veteran community center here in Rutherford County. And there was a gentleman there that owned a restaurant, um, who really didn't want to mess with the kitchen anymore. He just wanted to do the bar and and do the live music and host events. Um, we wanted the restaurant. (laughs) Um, so we, we worked out a deal where we, uh, in February, we partnered together. He took, he did the bar and the live music and all the event things. And we did all the restaurant. Um, and then soon after that, he and his wife, his wife had to leave to go to the air force and train for a couple of months, I think seven months. So she's actually not even back yet. But, uh, so we, we bought the restaurant out from him and took it over where it's solely just ours. And, uh, so we, we kind of fell into it, but where the restaurant is located is where, 
most of our food truck sales were were higher so it, it made sense for us to to jump on that right and not if it was on the complete opposite side of town there would have been a lot more discussions around it <laughs> i mentioned in the open that you want to or you aspire to become the nike of barbecue what does that mean so you know uh nike was started and not in in a fashion of you know making running shoes it was that's what they that's what they did they produced you know athletic equipment for people to use but they were trying to build community i think he said something along the lines at one time that you know he he wanted to be the street lights for the runners to get up early and go run so we are the barbecue for us is a vessel to to help build community to help grow help any outreach we can do and we want to do that through the hospitality that we provide the the barbecue that we cook and the storytelling that we also try to do as well that's why we have a podcast that's why i'm very active on social media that's why i always try to do any podcast interview that i can do any show that i can be on we're typically on the local news once a month um, just to do anything we can to kind of help grow the community um, along with like we have an event this upcoming monday uh, on 9 11 for our community and local veterans to help grow and do things for them that uh, otherwise would never would not be done so you've taken i don't want to say the directive from our in common friend sean walchef from restaurant influencers <laughs> and some other podcasts about generating content yourself or digitally storytelling your whole process um, nobody tells your story better yeah. than you do as sean would say each and every time so yeah. what are you finding benefit wise and was it comfortable for you to start it right off the bat or did you have to find your groove in your digital storytelling journey i th i think i'm comfortable in speaking about my story and about what we're trying to accomplish i think uh, you know the first time i ever met sean was in an instagram live we had <laughs> we just popped on instagram and started talking and um uh, and i was i was pretty uncomfortable it was the first time that i had ever really had that kind of interaction with someone um, the first time I went on a podcast, I was extremely uncomfortable. The first time that I was on the news, I had never done it before. Mm -hmm. um, so it took a little bit of time to get used to it and, and understand what I was trying to do. One of the biggest things that I found was if, if or realized, I guess, was like Sean says, if you don't tell your story, nobody's going to tell it for you. Right. The, the way you judge how well you're doing with that is can somebody tell your story for you and and if you can if you can hear other people telling your story then then you're probably doing a pretty good job um we're we're in the process of we've applied to be on diners drive-ins and dives and i went to our local news station last week channel two and one of the first things that was asked of me before we were even on air was hey have you, have you heard back from guy fieri yet and I said, no, I, I, I hadn't heard back from him yet. We, we've, we've applied, but we hadn't heard back from him. And uh, they said, they said, oh, well, we got to help you out, you know, and uh, we're going to make a video and we're going to send it to him in the whole nine yards. But the, the cool part about it, the whole thing to me was one, 
they even thought enough of me to to do that. Yeah. But the other part was I'm, I'm doing something right because people that I don't talk to on a daily basis are seeing and hearing and understanding what I'm trying to do. So it's 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 there's there's no other way to to grow as rapidly and as best from a storytelling standpoint than the the platform that we all have in our pockets you, you just got to pull it out and use it you had mentioned on monday 9 11 you have a big event going on to benefit some of the veterans out there uh, what's the event and yeah. who can take part in it Anybody can take part in it. It's uh, the Veteran Barbecue Bash Monday, uh, September 11th. Um, we're going to start at 5 p.m. Um, it's uh, all the money we raise that day is going to go back to local veterans. We plan to buy sporting event tickets to uh, give away to local veterans who otherwise couldn't afford it, never had been to one, whatever it may be. We've partnered with a, a nonprofit called Minutes Wisely and Stop 22. Both of those organizations um, help uh, with the prevention of veteran suicide. Um, it's it's uh, I'm a veteran. My grandfather was a veteran. We we believe in in our veterans. They're they're the backbone of the country and, and keep us safe every day. So we want to do everything we can to make an impact. I feel like as a business owner, it's my responsibility to impact the community I live in, not just not just a nice to it's something that i have to do right so we were we got this huge huge event we're planning we got multiple radio stations hopefully channel two and channel five should be here as well um, we're gonna have a cigar lounge we're gonna cook a whole hog i think 50 racks of ribs 80 to 100 chicken quarters wow. um we got uh, a silent auction we're gonna do i got a, a signed tony dorsett jersey we're gonna auction off for a silent auction it's pretty cool and um, some other items I think some of my reps and vendors are going to give <clears throat> give to us to help help support the cause. Um, we have a goal of fifteen thousand dollars that we're trying to raise. So you know the more the more we can get, the better. We don't have to stop at fifteen thousand. We can go above that. But uh, you know we're going to do everything we can to uh, to help make an impact right here where 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 we are every single day. And when and where is that? Uh, it's right here at the restaurant, 2805-04 Parkway, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Um, single tree barbecue. We're taking, we're going to rope off part of the parking lot. We're going to have a big stage out there, three or four local veterans, uh, a big, uh, uh, big national touring band. Um, one of the veterans is Sal Gonzalez, who was a runner up on America's Got Talent. <laughs> um, the band's going to be Mixtape, which is an 80s tribute band. Lots of lots of good stuff. It's it's really cool. Malachi Doc has Doc has traveled the world and sang for all kinds of people and veterans all over. So it's it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot a lot a lot of fun, and hopefully we can raise some funds and and give back. Single Tree Barbecue was putting it on, and if you're in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, check it out. Uh, November, I'm sorry, September 11th is coming. So uh, if you're around the general area, take part and help out the veterans there while you're enjoying some great food and great entertainment. It's Charlie Eblen, founder of Single Tree Barbecue. The website singletreebbq.com. Charlie, appreciate you coming through tonight and telling us your story. Good luck with the event this coming Monday. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it very much. You got it. Charlie Eblen right there. Once again, the website is singletreebbq.com. 
and appreciate him closing out the show strong this evening and we wish him success on the big event coming up Monday all the way back in the first hour it was Malcolm Reed joining me being off for a month or two and coming back bigger and better than ever after Malcolm it was Mike Lang from another point please we're going to be joining forces in 18 days down in Hartville Ohio looking forward to that Mike will be doing live demos so if you're going to be within a 2-3 four-hour radius of Hardville, Ohio on September 23rd. We're hoping that you'll come down and check us out and see what it's all about. Second hour, Sam the Cooking Guy, thecookingguy.com, his website, or shop STCG like Sam the Cooking Guy for all of his gear and new towels, too, by the way. Closing it out, Charlie Eblen, Singletree Barbecue. Singletreebbq.com for more information. We will miss it by a day, but Monday is a day I never want you to forget, September 11th. And of course, the date being 2001, 22 years has passed. And until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host, proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. This is Michigan Embedded Correspondent John Solberg, and you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show.